to welcome to through the wire through the wire hey man y'all know how we all about our money up here so i'm trying to teach y'all how to win some money and there's no better way to do that in daily fantasy sports than on stat hero it's simple it's easy to get hooked on and we're going to try to help y'all get some money by giving y'all our MVP picks for this week. Now, just like last time, we're going to say who we think is going to go off in next week's game and, and recommend y'all to designate them as your MVP picks in your lineup on Stat Hero. And remember, you can only designate one player as your MVP in your lineup who will earn you double the points for every point earned. So the double the points means double the chance that you'll win this money. So let me tell y'all who we're going to designate as our MVPs. Pierre, who's your guy? Man, D-Mails, you know, Thursday we got a primetime game. We got the Mavericks versus the Philadelphia 76ers. And for some reason, my senses are telling me that Ben Simmons is going to have a hell of a game. I'm predicting somewhere close to a triple-double, you know what I'm saying, between 14 and 17, 18 points, 9-11 assists, 7-8-9 rebounds, and some, some miraculous defense on Luka Doncic. So Ben Simmons is my MVP for this upcoming week. All right, man. I, I hear you. Ben Simmons is a hell of a guy. But I'm going to go on with my boy out in Portland, Dame. He was snubbed as an all-star starter. And I think on Friday when he go against the Lakers, Dame's one of the top five guys in averaging points against the Lakers. And I think that's one of those games where he's going to snap again because he's back in Cali where he's from. Hey, Mike, who you got? I got. I like that Philly team. I like the Ben Simmons pick. P. I also like your pick, D. Mills. I gotta go with Joel Embiid. He has been on a tear, been the MVP front runner, and this week on Tuesday he is gonna be going against the Toronto Raptors, who don't have a legit big man like that. So he is gonna continue and eat. I think he's going for forty points. Give him the double double with ten boards, and he's also gonna pick up some blocks too. Hey, boom, man! There it is. Y'all heard it here first. Look, we're trying to help everyone get some money this season. So if you're listening, make sure to download the Stat Hero app and consider putting these players in your MVP lineup for a chance to win double those points. We're making this a risk-free way to try it. So when you sign up on Stat Hero, use the code TTW for a 50% match on your first deposit. Again, use the code TTW for a 50% match on your first deposit. Okay, okay, okay. Um, two big things are happening at this exact moment. First of all, I see my boy Pierre rocking the call game merch. Shout out, shout out to P, you know, killing it with the champion collaboration. Beautiful stuff. The next one is Derek's shirt. Yeah, I can't read that. What does it say? I got six and a possible. And if you don't know what that means, you can't be my partner. <laughs> I like that, that shirt, bro. That's amazing, bro. It's Your mama bought you that shirt. Didn't you? <laughs> oh, I bought it. Oh, okay. This is black, uh, this black, smaller black business. They make like shirts with like sayings like this and shit. That's what's up. Yeah, that's I that's found what... it on IG. And I had to cut once I saw it, I was like, yeah, I got it. That's going by my mom and my sister one too. That's funny because you wearing that shirt now. I don't feel like last year you've been wearing that shirt. No, he loves the, those shirts with like just sayings on them. Good sayings on it. No, but I'm saying unstoppable his partner, Nike. His partner wouldn't have understood that shirt. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> that is also true, bro. Back in the old kickbacks, we used to play. We used to play spades, 
and we try to play like a full game, but we can never ever get through the full game. Never. I thought sure was gonna say he has a six pack. That's, that's what, what I was. Man. That's what I read it as at first. I was like, "Damn, my boy D Mill is really out here." But no, nah, my man. mom thought it had something to do with working out too. When I showed her to her, I was like, "Do you get it?" She said, "Is it because of a six pack?" And I was like, <laughs> "Nope." I was like, "See, you can't be my partner no more." But you do got that six pack though. Nah, I don't want six pack. I don't ever want to be that cut. Okay. Okay. Mike, you just got a lame old Lakers shirt on for some reason. That's ah, we ain't rock with that. Your collar coming all down. Yeah. <laughs> just woke up. <laughs> yeah, he's slapping that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the funny things about those times we used to play spades is like we would play with Tyler, who didn't know who to play. He did not know how to play spades. He would play out of order. He play a wrong book. He would he would touch something because he thought he wanted, but it wasn't his book. It was it was bad. <laughs> He wants oh, you not invited. Play at all. Yeah, no, he's not invited back. He's not invited back. <laughs> We've never played space with P yet, though. We haven't got oh, about the ass. P, P don't be coming play. to the kickbacks. He didn't he never came to the kickbacks. I never came to the kickbacks. I, I will come to the next one though. I took him for granted because of COVID. So, <laughs> yeah. Me and Dana was very, the very last one. We was this close to coming. We was literally on this couch. Like, you wanna go? You wanna go? I'll go if you go. We, we just was tired as hell and was like. We'll go to the next one. <laughs> the, the last one was really good. Friendsgiving, yeah. Yep. That was the day Zach Levine hit the shot against the the Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. We low key knew what we low key knew that like you wasn't coming, P. Uh-huh. But I think we asked you. He was like, Yeah, I might show my face. And he's like, Yeah, <laughs> somebody's saying they might they go show their face. That's I a hard always, you know, I always say that. Like that's a hard maybe. But we seriously was gonna come. But we had went to the mall. I think we like went out to eat. And like when we came back here, that that food should hit us. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, once watching. you get in your own like comfort in your own zone in your space, it's sometimes so real weird. hard. To yeah, leave. because you know how kickbacks are. It's like it was a weird time. We was done doing what we was doing, but it wasn't time to go to the kickback. Yeah. So we had to come back home. And then once we came back home, it just was like, yeah, you don't feel like getting up again. Yeah, exactly. it'd be like that definitely. I'm glad we didn't go though. I Damn. will say it was it, a lot that. That's a that's an after show story. A lot of stuff did happen in that Friendsgiving for show for show. Um, Mike, what are the comments of the day? Glad you asked. I got the first one right here, and it has to do with you. You might have to DM this guy. Okay. It's from Wav Rice. I don't know how to pronounce the first part, but he says I'm with Kenny. I'm stuck trying to gain weight. I'm five six and only 110 pounds. Wow. How am I? Hey. Wow. I want. I hope, I, first of all, I wonder how old he is. Yes, because that, that dude, that, that dude, sound like a high school freshman. Two, he probably is. Two, I, he, you gonna have to gain some muscle or some weight if you try to play any sports, bro. That's facts. Yeah, but if he's a freshman, he shouldn't even be worried about his weight. That shit just gonna come eventually. Honestly, like, honestly, like do him. believe my uh, my shoulder surgeries come because I'm so fucking thin, and contact just is just destroys my body. It just yeah. Yeah. literally though. You could do anything, just gotta commit to it. Well, so like whoever, not you, but like whoever he is, like if, if he is a kid, like this thing will tell you everything you need to do. The only problem is you have to fucking do it. Like we always be like, oh, I'm gonna go on a diet and that shit lasts like seven days. But like, oh, I'm about to get in shape and it lasts like two weeks. And then it's like, oh, I, I can't get in shape. No, it's because you're not doing the shit you're doing. Yeah, you, uh, can, you can look up a lot of stuff to figure out how to gain weight. Facts. Next comment comes hey, from. Hold up, though. Are you still eating them salads? Um, he ain't posted it in a minute. Periodically, 
I, I, but salads weren't necessarily the goal. It was just eating healthier, and that is that is still facts. I am still eating healthier. That was, but you was saying I'm gonna eat a salad every day. I did say that, but that's also maybe you should stupid. increase your meals, KB. <laughs> maybe you should eat four meals instead of just three. My body doesn't allow that. I will I will throw meal two and meal three right up. <laughs> oh. Wait, how many meals do you eat? Two. Oh, and one of them is that. What is Shout out called? to Evo, man. Shout out to Evo, man. The the best bowl, <laughs> oh. ready to make three minutes and 45 seconds in the microwave and it come out all hot and good. Shout out to Evo. Yeah. What you eat, How many times you eat a day, Demios? I eat my pro, I drink my protein shake in the morning. This, Wait, does that count? Because I also do that. That's my breakfast. That's like my little breakfast. Would, I don't eat. I guess it does count, yeah. So then, then, then I am eating three times. For lunch, I might eat something a little small, then then I'll have a little something decent. That's what I'm trying to cut. What's something small for you? Like a little chicken wrap. I got number, these chicken wraps from this meal prep thing I do. I number six and a number four. You know where I don't know how a person can't just eat a chicken wrap. It's like I eat chicken wrap every day if I could. <laughs> I actually should beat McDonald's ass for cancer and they chicken wrap. Oh, that yeah, the that snack the wrap. I would eat from now. They should. Yeah, that snack wrap was a hit, bro. Facts. Go ahead, Mike. My bad. Uh, next comment comes from Young Simba. He said, TTW started out as one of my go-to pods for basketball. I'm not even going to lie. I come here now just for the bullshit. The basketball is just an added bonus now. Hey, through the wire YouTube channel, baby, you're going to get a lot more of the bullshit, man. Hey, <laughs> big, big matchup coming up tomorrow that will drop on the Through the Wire YouTube channel. Big matchup. I don't is know if we want to talk about it. tomorrow? No. We got to film it. I want to get it like, since it's going to be the first big video on the channel, I want to make sure I edit the fuck out of it. I want it to be a beautiful video. Um, I'm picking up another Nikon Z6 today, which is a $3,000 camera um, that I'm going to expense so we can have it for our studio that we will be going on. the Hey, the people don't know. The people don't know. All yesterday for Barcelona. Yesterday was a, um, was a very big day for Through the Wire with the meetings that we had. And just know that a lot of stuff is going on behind the scenes that y'all will see. I know we say that a lot, but, like, you're going to see the results of it very, very soon. That's We're going to talk about tomorrow at the end. We'll see okay. that bullshit. Mm -hmm. I, got, hey, I got one more comment, too. And usually I don't do these because he was like, in the comment, he was like, hey, Mike, I know you see this. You know, you know, put me on the show, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at it. This is No Limit Larry, who says... Pierre looks like the rapper Fora. And I was like, you know what? Let me give it a chance. I just want y'all to take one second to look up Fora and see if this looks anything like Pierre. Is it with a P? P-H-O-R-A. P-O-R-A. See, I spelled it like phonetically house. What? Come on, bro. What? <laughs> I don't get where people just be saying. Like, oh, no, you look like not, literally looks nothing like Pierre. No, he's a redhead. And no, the facial structure, like I don't even see yeah. it other than the skin tone. So okay, yeah. now y'all see, right? Like anybody <laughs> who's just light skin, they just throw at me. And sometimes it ain't even like like, oh, you like Paul George, you like Seth Curry, you look like uh fucking Ben Simmons. Now it's him. Then it's gonna, you know, you look like Drake. That's just like, you look like Adam Sandler next. <laughs> just let, literally just name a light skin people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually not even close. Nothing like this guy whatsoever. Nothing no. at all. His face is all little. He do got a little face. <laughs> his, his head is more round than yours too. So it's, yeah, it doesn't. Nothing about it is Pierre other than the skin tone. That's it. That's all. You can never get the women that I get. 
hey hey so as we transition to nba talk i want to do this every once in a while we don't do segments like that mike got his segment out with the comments but i want to do something named the last five right because the nba is moving so rapidly rapidly sometimes we get lost in things and we kind of don't see trends that are going on with certain teams and this Mm -hmm. is inspired by like the washington wizards being on a five game win streak out of nowhere and I kind of wanted to take a look at what they've changed or what they've been doing to, you know, get on this win streak. So start off with them. And the last five, of course, like I mentioned, they are five and zero, big wins. They beat up on the Lakers yesterday because LeBron wanted to. That LeBron free, shot. Bro, no, before they even. Oh, the free shot, bro, throw too. The free throw. Ooh. He could have hit the free throw. We could have been going home. Facts. But you know, mm. I guess he wanted to go home on that shot too. Um. So so what has changed for for the Washington Wizards is a. Um, they went from a team that was one of the worst defensive teams in the league to the last five games being about average. And when you have Bradley Beal, you have Russell Westbrook, you can get away with average defense because the offense will probably be decent, right? But when I say average defense, they are causing a shit ton of turnovers and they are turning those turnovers into points. So that's what we're seeing from the last five. Uh, went from a terrible defense to an average defense. Also in the last five, the Toronto Raptors are 4-1, right? And they're 6-0 and without Cal Lari recently which is, you know, a little sum-sum that's probably got names going on in the uh in the trade market. And then 4-1, they're the best defense in the league. And a lot of that um, is players stepping up. And Norman Powell is averaging 21 points per game and 55% shooting, 50% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. Their season has turned around. We knew that when they were struggling earlier this season, we knew that that wasn't going to last because they do have a decent team. And now they're back in the playoffs. The Orlando Magic are 4-1 somehow with their team being Vucevic. as beat up as it is. It is Vucevic. This man is dominating things. And is it's today we find out who's going to make the All-Star game and who's not. Um, yesterday was the deadline for, for coaches to get their votes in. And the way Vucevic has played over the last couple games and just overall keeping his team afloat, I don't know how he doesn't make the All-Star game. It has it has to be on notice. That I Jumo Kiki too. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, the Bulls are four and one. The only thing that has changed is they're playing defense, top five defense. The Suns are four and one, the best offense in the league at this point, and they have not turned the ball over at all. The Suns are five and zero. Oh. They have an historically good offense and an average defense. Terry Rozier is averaging thirty one points per game in the last five. Ben Simmons in his technical last five, he only played three. He's averaging twenty nine, eight and seven. Yeah, ridiculous. That's surprising to y'all. Ben is yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's just mostly from that game against Utah where he's fast out. But even the other game against uh, Toronto recently, he ended up having a very, very big game too. So he's this putting together. Five, but the last six games for Jamal Murray, he's averaging thirty-one points, fifty-seven percent from the field, forty-seven percent from three on nine and a half attempts. A fan sent me that because he said, "Hey, but Jamal- it's okay." But that is kind of similar to the Ben Simmons thing, where it's a little bit inflated because he did have a 50 in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I have for the last five is Julius Randle's averaging 28 as the Knicks are 4-1. So Shout out it, to Ryan the Nuggets fan who sent me that. My bad. Ryan the Nuggets fan. Um, so in the last five, we've seen three Eastern Conference players put up really, really good cases to take some, some all-star spots. Of course, that is Julius Randle, that is Vucevic, and Zach Levine, who's averaging 30 in the last five. So... I think today when we tune in to TNT, we're some a lot of people are going to be really upset because their favorite player is not in this All Star game. And that's to be expected. I mean, can everybody make it? Right. Yeah, I'm sick of like the whole overly blown out of proportion things like that. Like every time an All Star game is announced, we talk about like snubs and things like that. And yeah, snubs exist, but it's like 
it's never crazy. Like we've never seen no shit where it's like a bench player gets it over somebody. You know what I mean? Like it's always somebody who has a legitimate argument. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for example, if Zach Levine makes it and Ben Simmons doesn't, like, are we really gonna tear down Zach or vice versa? If Ben Simmons made it and Zach didn't, yeah, Zach probably you would like to see him and it's gonna feel like a snub, but like who who are you gonna tear down? They're all right. all star caliber players and only like Derek said, there's only a few spots available. So so the I don't Go get ahead, the whole David. idea of tearing down other players just because your favorite guy didn't make it. Like, yeah, it don't make sense because if he made it, then other people are gonna be tearing him down. You're gonna be arguing with them about like why. <laughs> like, so it's just let her, like let who makes it make it and just go with it. I mean, what he said is right. Everybody that's ever made an All Star game is an All Star caliber player. Yeah. So, so you, can, I mean, you yes, you'd want to see your guy, but it's it, it's hard to say that this guy deserves it over the other, especially in a, a season like this where like one game is the determining factor between the, the ninth seed and the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. So, like, record doesn't doesn't matter at all. But it's, it's a lot going on. But they they've used the same All Star format since the '60s, if y'all didn't know. 12 game or 12 person roster for each conference is it time to shake it up and maybe add more spots to a because in a real life a real life team is 15 man roster mm-hmm. no just leave it real real team, 15 players don't play that's that why you're so true dudes. so keep it like this let it be competitive let a guy get snubbed let a guy get disrespected let him take it and feel him you know what i mean and and we can get that that 30 point chaos that guys like to go on when they uh when they get disrespected, you know, like when Dame didn't get called as a starter, I went and I made my bet that Dame was going to score X amount of points because I know Dame was going to be on some bullshit. And he started off the game with a logo three. And I was like, ah. wait, 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 what's the way? Wait, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like, I like the competitive nature of guys missing it. Yeah. Same here. And I, I mean, it's always going to be players that deserve, especially like those ones that barely make the cutter on that borderline. But just having like that 12, like it's always just those years, too, where it's just like, damn, man, like does the league suck sometimes? Or it's like we we picking forwards. You're like, are they even like all star quality? I feel like we're always in those moments, too. So I like the competitive nature of that 12. And as Pete mentioned, it's just they already have they, it's only 48 minutes out there. They can't always just give that shit to all 15 minutes. We want to see the best of the best out there. So I like the the 12-man rotation. Yeah, probably even like increasing the roster spots. It'll make the all-star like selection a little watered down. Like it won't be as exciting and all this commotion about it. So then it's just like everybody who's supposed to make it is going to make it. So it won't be no snubs. It won't be no dialogue afterwards or nothing like that. I see what you mean, but I also think that we, we'd have the same conversation about the 15th player that did make it and the 16th player that didn't make it. So we'd be arguing Tobias Harris versus – Gordon Hayward or some shit like that. You yep. know what I'm saying? That's the internet. Yep, yeah. social media will definitely make that into a, uh, a YouTube video circuit. True. But I feel like it's way more exciting to hear, like, when Dame was getting snubbed back in the day versus, like, mm-hmm. whoever was making it over him. Like, those type of conversations right. were more exciting than Tobias and mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, when you were <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who he was talking about. When you think about it in perspective, it's like, being top five at your position doesn't even make you an all-star. Yep. Yeah. Because it's like basically the top – it's almost damn near like the top three at – not even the top three at the position because that's 15 players. It's like but top two, really. Top two and a half. You know what I'm saying? So it's and like – And then when you got a position like the point guard, the shooting guard losing left spots because there's so many great point guards. So yeah, I can't wait. I, th- I think we're going – I think Twitter's going to be on fire tonight, and I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm you definitely ready for it. I'm Zach Levine jersey on. 
<laughs> I was on I was on a clubhouse yesterday with like Adam Lefko and some of the boardroom dudes. Um and they were talking about all star selection and, and it's tough to hear everyone talk about basketball. One of the guys in the room was saying Jalen Brown isn't an all star this year and I'm like, Where what where and where what are you watching? Like that's he must have watched the last game, the literally last game where he struggled. Right. That had to be <laughs> It's just, it's but no, weird. that's the, yeah. That's I mean, that's the thing is like the can't tell basketball. Everybody thing is like that was some that was like funny and cool, but it's like true. Like you mm-hmm. literally can't, especially on social media. It's like that. Like I, I wasn't on Clubhouse, but I was on some app, and I remember being in a room where a dude literally wanted to talk up a player that was on his team, so he just shitted on another player, and it it it, it made him like just so sound so stupid. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's a thunder guy. He does he does some type of work with the Thunder. Maybe he follows the Thunder, writes it for the Thunder, whatever. And instead of just saying, hey man, Shay, Shay is really that that guy. He he starts off by saying, Devin Booker is overrated. And everybody <laughs> is like wondering where the hell is this coming from? And he and then he throws this out right after he says he's like, they're like, huh? Like everybody like kind of caught off guard. And he's like, so let me ask this question. If Shay was on the Suns, would they be better than what they are? And it's like, oh, wow. So Devin Booker is overrated because you want to give Shay some love. And it's like, what, where in your mind does that make sense to shit on somebody to build up another guy? Because now I don't even give a fuck what facts you have to say about Shay. You just ruined it because I don't even, <laughs> your point isn't even valid to me anymore. Right. Yeah, so like Jalen Brown isn't doesn't deserve to be an all star. Why? Because he might take the spot of somebody on your favorite team. Now I don't even give a fuck about the point you potentially could have made because you just made yourself look like a jackass. Mm-hmm. That that's all, like I find that always happening, especially like on Twitter or something. I'll wake up where it'll be like, you know, middle of the night. I'll go on the timeline. It'll be like timeline sleep. Uh, let me let me remind y'all. So bonus is better than than Bam at a bio type thing. <laughs> got the victory and this guy Malcolm Brogdon is the profile picture type stuff. Just yeah. like, just chill, bro. Just chill. Like we all we all know how good both those players are, and like I don't know. I just hate when people are shitting on other players like that. I always wonder why. Like, what satisfaction do you get it's from from doing that? It's I think it's because they legit don't have a legitimate case for it, so they feel like they got to just tear the other guy down in order to make the other guy look bigger. It's an attention grabber, too. You know, same thing with that, that dude P just said, like, is Devin Booker overrated? Somebody's going to look at that shit. Whether you think that shit, it will, like, you think it's, like, absurd, or you like, oh, you're you going to look at look at that shit, and you're going to probably read the first couple sentences. And so how are you going to compare Shade to Devin Booker anyway? I don't... It's, it's so weird because NBA success is so situational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like like comparing Bam Adebayo and Demonte Sabonis literally doesn't matter because there's so much situation. Like obviously Sabonis is better than like Myers Leonard, you know what I'm saying? But when you have two players that are so closely ranked in the NBA hierarchy, it's very very situational. There's their their roles on their teams is so different that you can't even really compare. Sure, they play similar positions, but the way that the Pacers run through Sabonis is way different than the way the Miami Heat run through the Bam Adebayo. So there's no real way to know who's better. Definitely can't look at counting stats. You like I, I've I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, especially when we also mentioned about, like, players have more value to, like, like you said, situational. Like, 
Draymond Green might not damn near be effective on a different team than where he does with the Golden State Warriors. Like, players have that, I just fit this mode. Bam Adebayo fits that Miami Heat mode. We we don't know if Sabonis does. But, like like I said, we don't even have to worry about that. Miami Heat, it's part of that, like, he's all, he's there and he's there. It's no way it's going to change. We're not going to be like, oh, Sabonis with the Heat. Oh, they damn near, they're finalists now. Like, it just don't happen like that. So we just got to stick to where it, where it is. I do believe in a lot of those situations, if they switch teams, both of the teams probably get worse because the team is built for Bam Adebayo to do Bam, and that team is yep. built for the Pacers to have Sabonis do Sabonis. I yeah. also don't like I, – I also don't like people comparing two players because it's like you're, you're a fan of that team, so you're why – like Sabonis and, 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 and Bam – I'm a Pacers fan, hypothetically. Mike is a, a Heat fan. He's Smalls. Um, so it's like, how the fuck am I comparing one guy who I'm watching every time they play to a guy that I'm probably not watching? I'm only knowing what Bam does based off of basketball reference. A lot of guys do that too. They're they're looking like the Shea shit. You're not you can't be watching Sun Games to say that Devin Booker's overrated. You cannot be. But you're probably watching every single Thunder game because you're a Thunder fan or whatever. And so it's like, that doesn't even make sense. I'm not, I'm not even giving a fair assessment because, nine, you know what I'm saying? Like the scale is like this because 90% of what I'm watching is consumed by the Thunder. And then this is like the Suns and literally is basketball reference and highlights. So, of course, if you're, if you're watching more of something, I can dissect the office better than I can dissect Friends. The yeah. office is shitting on friends because I don't even watch friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even give you a conversation. It's just shitting on them. I, I've watched but, both, and that's that's right. a fair analysis. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I don't even when people ask me about I stuff like that, I just say I can't give an opinion on it because I don't right. watch it. Like that's literally what you should say. If you don't know, like just say I can't give an opinion on it because I don't watch or, it. Or I'm only gonna talk about the office. Right. Right. But there are there are a lot of people out there that just need to be right and they need need to be known as this this banking beacon of knowledge. So they'll talk about stuff that they don't even know about. Like there have been plenty of times on my like Kenny for real channel where I can look at a box score and I can talk about a game for two minutes. Like I can do that. Like I have the ability to do that, but I just won't do it if I didn't watch the game. I was yeah. like, sorry, sorry, Pacers fans. I didn't watch y'all get this win tonight. I see Sabonis at a triple double, but I'm not going to sit here and rave about Sabonis' triple double because I didn't watch Sabonis' triple double. Right. No, yeah. That's a, that's a fact though. People enjoy that. That's, but again, that's social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's also for me, it's like it's okay to also talk about shit that you don't know, but you just have to come in and be on, like, be honest about it. No, know. yeah, facts, facts, facts. And that's facts. what I was telling to do. I did a podcast with one of my homies yesterday. Shout out to Max, but it's like I was telling him at the end, like, you know, because he's like, you busy, or whatever. So I appreciate. It. I'm like, it's cool. I'll do it anytime because the conversations we're having, they're progressive basketball conversations. I have no interest in getting on a, a a room with people or talking on a zoom with people and all we're doing is talking about is Larry Bird better than Tracy McGrady. Like that's not a progressive basketball conversation. You know, Shea is Shea is better than Devin Booker. The Suns would be better if they had Shea. In the reality of the world, that's not fucking progressive because the fact of the matter is Shea is not going to play for the Suns right now. He's just, he's going to be a thunder and Devin Booker is going to be on the Suns and we're never going to live in his la la fantasy world. That's like some shit I'm not into, but Chris Stas Przingis being in trade talks. That mm-hmm. is real basketball shit. Why do you think that is happening, Contrell? Derek, you said a couple episodes ago that Przingis isn't the same. Mike thinks that the Dallas Mavericks needs this type of player. P- 
progressive shit where it's like all of these perspectives we're all getting out everybody can speak and learn and take something instead of being like man listen Hakeem Elijah won he was better than Mike in 97 <laughs> it's like what the <laughs> fuck are you we always say this bro it's just like whenever those conversations come up Larry Bird Bruce Jordan like nobody ever changes their mind ever yeah no way you can't really say anything that's gonna make the other person be like, "Oh, you know what? You're right." Let me. Like, it's damn near like politics. Like, whatever yeah. you're on, you're on. That's why I don't really sit and talk to a person politically because it's like they've been molded and bred and raised to believe in this over the past twenty plus years. One conversation with me isn't going to change that. Yep. So it's like, let's not even touch on that topic because it won't even progress anywhere. I don't want to have a conversation that's going to stay right here on the first step of the staircase. Let's talk about some shit that can progress and open up doors. We'll start with a Chris Tapsworth's trade rumors, and then that opens up to the Mavericks and the playoff race and potentially what could happen with the Knicks. Big. So it's progressive talk that's unlocking and open up all of these doors, and now we just had a crazy conversation about basketball instead of staying with Larry Bird versus Dominique Wilkins that kept us right here on the first step. And it's like, I'll, I, I, the basketball lover in me just can't, I can't get jiggy with that shit. Right. Um, let's, let's, let's get into the Porzingis thing. Since you've mentioned a few times, Mavs have reached out to multiple teams, engaging the interest of Kristaps Porzingis, one of the teams being the Warriors somehow, for some reason. Um, and this is something we talked about a couple of weeks ago when I was still in LA. We were talking about Porzingis and his trade value because I, I even drew up a fake trade about Porzingis in the Bulls somehow. Um, well, I didn't draw it up. I saw it and then brought it to the brought it to the table. Um, and now here we are. Here we are. They're shopping him around after paying a couple first-round picks to get him and a couple role players. And it ain't been working amazingly. Mm-hmm. How y'all feeling? You, you might have to just kind of – when is the trade – when is the trade deadline? March. Mid-March. Mid-March. It's going to be tough because the way he's playing right now, his value is not like that. I mean, at least if he was hot and he was playing well, you know, teams would have probably been like, you know what, let me let me really take that chance on him. But I think it's kind of like a shot in the dark for a lot of these teams out here. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams probably won't be able to get be willing to give up much, but they're going to have to give up enough to where the money match up. So they're going to get something in return. Maybe they can get a first round or something in there. But, yeah, like you said, it's, it's not much value at him right now. Like, that's, what, that's what's so weird to me. It's so weird to me that that um, they would shop him around now because his value may not be as great as you want it to be. But I I, I mean, I I'm guessing that you can get a team to believe in what he could be still because he is still relatively young. But I'm looking at his numbers, talking about the last 10 games that he's played. He's averaging 23 points per game, 50 percent shooting, 40 percent from three and 90 percent from the free throw line. Obviously, these counting stats don't tell a full story, but he has been productive in the last 10 or so games after coming back from his injury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like I could see them trying to like kind of like D-Mail said, I think maybe it was D-Mail, so I'm like, whatever. But it's like. You sell, you're selling low, but you're not selling stupidity low. Like you just kind of fold it for the fact that, hey, this ain't work out how we thought. We did get the first round picks. We still made the playoffs, got some experience, but we don't really think we're that far away still. You know, a free agency is coming up. Uh, the money will be gone. So let's just try to get as the best role players we can get because we're kind of okay when he ain't playing. I'm not going to say that they're better, but they're, they're not, you know what I mean? They're, they're not just the bottom of the West all of a sudden when they don't have him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they beat the Clippers 
in the playoffs last year without him, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. One of those. A couple of the games, he got thrown out and he missed it with the injury, and they still yep. kept afloat. So, um, yeah, maybe you won't get the same player, but you still, like D-Mill said, you're not going to get scraps for him. You'll yeah. get starter starter players, and maybe they're thinking, hey, that's all we need. You know, we believe in Luka Doncic uh, that much that, hey, maybe we just get a starter, and maybe that starter actually becomes all-star conversational with playing with Luka Doncic or something like that. Because I, I'll tell you this, Tim, Hard- Tim Hardaway Jr. on some nights looks really good with the Mavericks. Looks, mm-hmm. like, really good. Yeah. Uh, I think last night he had, like, five threes. So yeah. He had 29 you know, last night. Maybe they like, shit, we get John Collins. Ooh. Like, if, if you're the Hawks, how do you feel about that? We're going to give up John Collins, a couple of little extra shit right here and there, and we'll get back Chris Dasperzingis. Like, I don't know how they feel about it, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that out there exists. Yeah. I think a Porzingis and Clint Capella front quarter is actually pretty decent on paper. I would I would worry about their their lateral quickness on like picking oh, rolls yeah. and switches and, pick and, and rolls, stuff. yeah. But I mean the way the way Clint Capella has played over the last couple weeks, that man yeah. is he's been amazing. Um but I don't know if you pair him alongside a 7-3 guy, but I think that that is an intri- like I wouldn't be surprised if those two teams were on the phone. Because I can see the the Atlanta Hawks being like Porzingis has played power forward his whole career. He'll be fine if we have Clint Capella behind him. And then the Mavericks be like, maybe John Collins is a rim runner is better than than Porzingis is a pick and popper with Luca. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean defensively it might not work, but offensively I think it'll work for the Atlanta because Porzingis isn't like clogging up the paint. Like he's still gonna create those lanes for Trey Young and Cam Reddish when they get to the paint, and they have somebody they can kick it out to. So. It, it's just defensively, I don't know. If then you work. got those teams who feel like they don't they don't have any chance to land a free agent who just start dying for, you know, like the Hornets who we've kept mentioning. You know what I mean? Um, what exactly would they give? Don't know, but you know they're always going to be, in my opinion, teams like that. And those areas are always going to be, you know, listening mm-hmm. to what's out there because that's the best route for them. Uh, to get a quote-unquote all-star player besides drafting one is, hey, maybe this guy's disgruntled. Maybe you have a situation like Przingis where they're selling low, so we take advantage and we just hope for the best. And if it doesn't work, shit, we tried. You know what I mean? Ain't like we we're, we have to save this money for when fucking Bradley Beal's a free agent because he ain't coming through this door. So it's like you, you take a chance and, you know, it, it, it's, it's hit or miss. In 2023, he's making $36 million. You talking about Przingis? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was on that big of a contract. But he, but the crazy thing is, he could be worth it. Like he, we, he's shown that he could be that type of valuable of a player. It's just about getting out of him long term and keeping him healthy, which, which has been that's the biggest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do y'all think Boogie should go? What do you think is the best fit for him? The great, that's a great question. What you thinking, Mike? Back to the Lakers. <laughs> I, I'd like to see it, but I, I don't think that's I don't think that's what we need. We they need wait, they wave Quinn Cook. I know. Hey, pre- appreciation for for Quinn Cook, man. Uh, he's definitely part of the Laker family. But no. I, hey, wait, 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 wait. Is he if he's is he one of those guys that went to Laker? Always a Laker? Yeah, he grew up a Laker. You remember, he did it for his dad. Yeah, yeah. It was a tribute to his dad signing with the Lakers. So he, he's he definitely always gets waved and brought back, though. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, hey, just in case we can get Boogie, we're going to wave you. But if we don't get him, you'll be back, Quinn Cook. <laughs> and he's just like, bet. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think uh, the Nets would be interesting. 
Um, just to add that dynamic, I thought I seen Philly too, but they already have Dwight Howard backing them up too. So I think I might go with the Nets. Bro, no, we don't need that. As an NBA fan, we don't we don't need that. The Nets look so good. Uh, they don't need another. Well, it's book. Okay, it's it's that's boogie. The thing. I don't is is boogie washed. No, I don't. No. I, he, offensively, he's a threat still. I think. I mean, he he could give you. I think in the games he started, he was averaging like eighteen and ten. He he had a double double at least. I don't think the defense is there. But no, not he, at all. He he shown he could still shoot the damn ball and, and still be like offensive. Uh, you know, productive. If he's your backup big, I think you're very good. But that's the thing. That's why they released him. He it just said he was he was upset about his um was not happy with being a backup center behind Christian Wood. Reality re- reality's got to hit in. Reality's yeah. got to hit in for him where he's probably a backup center at this point, and then he's got to play his way to a starter if that's what he wants. But, but but I agree. But it's like what Mike said when he there were certain stretches in the season before Christian Wood got hurt when he was a little hurt and he was starting and he was killing. So that's where the frustration comes in. If I'm booked, it's like I come and I, I understand my role, but shit, when I start starting and I'm holding it down, then what? Cause technically I'm earning my role. Mike just said it when he was at, when he was starting, he was averaging around 18 and 10. Let me see if I can find it. If that is true. I'm, I I'm, mean, I'm looking at some numbers here. I don't know if that would add up to 18. Because um, he, he definitely had some stretches again. I know. He, 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 he was averaging. He, had, he put up 28. As yeah, a he was averaging like over 15 and like 10 rebounds or something. Yeah, that makes way more sense. About, I don't remember about the 15, stats, 16. He was, he was productive. It's not like he was putting up damn near starting center stats. It's just the defense is not there for like a lot of teams that could actually use that. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, I think he has to understand that they're also trying to develop Christian Wood. Like he's their young building block. And like mm-hmm. he has to know that they're going to give him the minutes over him. No, for sure. But I, I'm I also think when Boogie probably came through the door, he probably thought Christian Wood could play four with him in the right. front. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's our vision of him too. Um, but the, but it's a Houston Rockets still, so they want to be small. They just want to be small. Even without Mike Dan Tony and Daryl yeah, Moore. I hope Boogie throws us a curveball. Go to Charlotte. You know what I mean? A young... <laughs> we, we love giving Charlotte new centers. That's just what we do on the show. Charlotte, a young fun team. LaMelo can get you to rock. Um I just think that Nets or the Lakers are predictable. Hell, go to the Clippers. You know what I mean? Like, just do something different that we don't expect. But, like, Lakers, Nets, it's just so fucking predictable, dog. It's just so, so predictable. Matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go right here. And I'm going to look at the NBA standings. And I'm going to see who's in the mix that could add a boogie realistically. I mean, the Raptors are right there at five. I don't know if Boogie Cousins is the type of center that the Raptors... Did you say yesterday the Celtics KB when we were talking? Yeah, just because center plays they, something. They need a but he wouldn't be the starter there. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Hornets are there. That I mean, even even in Brooklyn, bro, he'd have to... They, they probably aren't starting him in Brooklyn still. I think they're no. fine with their small ball starting five. Like, they've been doing just fine. It feels weird to be like, ah, Jeff Green, you've been amazing this year, but we want you coming off the bench again. Jeff Green got hurt, didn't he? We don't know. What, what oh, yeah, was it? There's no the timetable yeah. for yeah. I haven't heard anything else since he got removed from the game. Well, yeah, speaking of, as we're on the Nets real quick, I, that, that wasn't no offensive foul, bro. With Kawhi Leonard, that hey, was not a – the, the last two men reports said it was the right call. That was not an offensive foul, bro. 
I think Kawhi messed it up because Kawhi messed it up because he extended. If Kawhi doesn't extend his arm, like he he barely that's, ex- that's the foul though. That's the he that's barely the extended. And they had like yeah, but James Harden up. makes the contact first. Like he literally puts his arm on his arm, and then you know what bothers kind of- me. What bothers me is that that was a good fucking game. It yeah. was. Third point, I don't care if it was a foul. Unless he punched that man in his face, it's a bucket because they're about to go to overtime or we're about to get a very dramatic game winner. That's how I am. Like, seriously. Like, we got to start – just call it – like, just, just is, is it, let's just call, keep it a, a buck. Mm-hmm. Certain shit has to be a certain way for the sake of the game. That was a good-ass game. On national TV. On national superstar TV. versus superstar, too, in the moment. Superstar That's a bucket. Because it's what we, it's the reality. It's not, it's everything got to be by the book or technical last review. Fuck all of that. We keep it in a book. That's just like if we in a gym. If the game is going good and going good, and I'm, man, we, it's just like we just letting shit fly. Like even if a nigga get fouled or whatever and he make it, it's like, oh, we're going to just let that continue because this game is so good that we, we hooping. We just want to hoop. That shit takes everything out of the fucking game. It's like the ref is trying to, that's what people mean when they say the ref is controlling the game. Some shit is like, man, I ain't even see what happened to Kawhi. That was a bucket. It's like, man, <laughs> man, some shit got in my eye. Like, it's okay for that to happen. Like, we just all want to see the same thing. I and mean, that's just good basketball. I don't give a fuck about a Clipper fan or a Net fan who would have been upset. That was good basketball. Hey, and at the end of the day, the, the winner literally doesn't matter. It won't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So l- let's just play ball. But same thing happened on the first nasty televised game too, with it when it was the Pelicans versus the Boston Celtics. That last, the last minute in in for the fourth quarter, and then the last minute in the overtime took like twenty minutes each, bro. Because they they got to review everything. Yeah. They got they got to, and then the the crazy thing is, is like they have Steve Javi there. It still it still fuck Steve Javi, but they have him there, and they bring him on immediately, and he tells you in the first ten seconds, "Oh, that's a foul. Oh, that's off Josh Hart." But then the people on the court, the refs on the court, still got to look at it for five more minutes for some reason. <laughs> like I, I I think that the solution because I was I was asking my fans like, what does Steve Javi do? <laughs> he works at the caucus. He just Steve. He's just bad. Oh, no, he um, said it's fuck Steve. Oh, <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. He hasn't done anything inherently bad, um, but he's just not great at his job um i just had to make sure he ain't do nothing did y'all it, bro, wait, wait, wait before you even say that while you're thinking about it mm-hmm. i asked the people that watch my videos what is the the solution to that getting rid of that 20 minute period where they're reviewing and the the real answer is let the people that isn't sakakis decide it if steve javi has it like this just send a send a voice memo text the man on the court because that <laughs> significantly changed the amount of time that they're looking at those monitors. If y'all y'all know when they go into Secaucus, there's a thousand monitors on the wall. They got every single angle. So why do we have this one dude on the monitor looking at one angle at a time when the people what that's getting why. what's that? Ego. Those referees want to make the call. I can see that. Not Steve Javi, bitch. This is my that. game that I'm reffing. I can Not see that. It's I say it's a travel. When I see a motherfucker travel, so play it again. <laughs> From the side angle, bro. Did you see? Uh, it was a couple Remind. nights ago. It was. Uh, I think it was Suns. I want to say five referees right now. That's currently referring. Couldn't the dude that looks like uh, Gucci Mane? I know Simone. Simone. Yeah, she's a black. She's the light skinned one. Oh, oh, of course you know. Of course Simone you know the female what? Simone. What? Uh, My point is we can't fucking name him. I can't remember, I can't remember that. I know. Um, 
Uh, Foster. Joey Crawford. Yeah, Scott Foster is. Yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah. we oh, saw Joey. Joey Crawford at the combine? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of like yeah. Tony Brothers. Tony, Tony Brothers. Tony Brothers is another one. I know yeah. it's a famous one. Um, I bet if I looked at names, did y'all, be did like, y'all oh, see yeah. the other night? It, I think it was like Phoenix first, the Pelicans. Devin Booker had got an and one, and then they were like all they were all arguing. And they were like, "You was an offensive foul," and, and uh, Devin Booker's like, "Challenge it!" Chal- like he talking his shit, and then uh, they they challenged, it and they should ended up going over the turn. So I know you had to be salty after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see JJ Reddick. Yeah, ridiculous. That's that's what's crazy. That's a power trip by the referee, though. That's exactly what P was talking about. That's exactly what it is. He legit passing the ball. Yeah, he he put a little backspin on it, and uh, he got the first tech earlier because he cursed at that ref after a missed call. So, you know, look look, like I said, all your attention now. How did y'all feel about Draymond losing his team the game? Were we watching that game together? We, we all were. Yeah. The funniest thing about it is he was trying to he he was explaining what happened to Ontario. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he, he yeah. was like, he he was trying to tell him he's like, yeah, you know, it was a close game, it's good as hell, and, and Draymond he already got to say he just keeps steady going back and forth. He's like, man, that ain't no foul. Fuck you, that ain't no foul. He's like, you go get a tech, bro. Like you go get a take. Yeah, because we always talk about like Draymond. He argues, and it's like, okay, cool, you argue, but he argues to a, a degree of like, bro, what are you doing now? Yeah, it's never changed the call. Like he never. should know by now with all the texts he's had, mm-hmm. all that arguing and going back and forth, it have never changed a call once. It nobody's ever been like, you know what, Draymond, I'm sorry, let me go change that call. <laughs> <laughs> what, are doing, what are you doing? You two. There's only, it's only one person that done that before. That was Mike. When that ref is like, oh, you got you got hit, Mike. All right, that's fail. And one, you can only do that for the greatest, though. You, you can only do that for the greatest, and not the other guy that people consider the greatest, because his hands are like the whole game. Like it was, it was yeah. late. <laughs> it was late in the game last night. He he tried to go like slithery finisher his way at, his way into a bucket. Did not get touched. He missed the layup, but you were swore he got his ass beat when he looked at that. <laughs> I love LeBron, but that's my only criticism. Like Me his too. body. Fucking terrible. Me too. The he funny, cried like the whole game. Like yeah. you know, he literally. Yeah. Who are, who are the top crybaby in the league? LeBron, Russ, man, Luca be crying. Luka, yeah, off like literally crying. Jokic is a crybaby. Jokic will foul you just to cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally will, will push yeah. you in front of the ref like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, He's boy, the only dude in the league that does that. Oh, it's crazy, boy. Um, who are some other people that do the Trey Young does the foul thing a lot now? Does um, he complain because his ass get ten free throws a damn game? Yeah. Iggy. Um. Oh my God, Iggy, bro! I just scrapped his fucking eyeball out. But what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, the Lakers were going against um the Heat the other night, and like one of the first plays of the game, Duncan Robinson comes off a pin down and he shoots a three. LeBron hits him on the wrist and then also knocks his ass over with the body. And you would you would swear LeBron never touched that man whatsoever. He do this thing and then he yeah, look up at the monitor, bro. Y- like, Giannis could be a crybaby too. Giannis could be a big crybaby as well. But this is the thing. This is the thing that I was also talking about. The whole foul foul baiting thing is like it was enabled by the NBA and the referees. Yeah. 
like the people that hate the James Harden, Trey Young, this this foul thing, you have to blame the the referees. You have to blame the NBA because once this shit started, they didn't do anything to try to counteract it. And now everybody's going into the league like, yeah, I'm gonna draw this foul on every jump shot. It's the NBA's fault at the end of the day because they didn't do anything when it first started. Yeah, I talked to a dude on Twitter about this. Like, I had posted something like, "What's your biggest basketball pet peeve?" And he said, "Like, dudes trying to bait refs into a foul." I said, "Well, the players learned how to manipulate the refs into getting these fouls to where now it's in their favor, and there's nothing Rico really, Rico really do about it. It's just a part of the game now. You just got to deal with it." Yep. Yeah, that's my argument to old heads. Like, I, I don't like the LeBron thing. Nobody really likes the crybaby shit, but I don't hold it against them for jo- the Jordan debate. Like, look, man, he cut ass in the 90s. He crying over those calls. And it's like, everybody do it. That's just the way the game is. You see other players do it, you're going to do it. Like, you have to play the game. You know what I mean? Like, to change the game, you got to play the game. So it's like, you think everybody is going to be complaining and and he just finna just sit there and, especially because he he does, you know, get a lot of contact. So he's tricky guys are like, technically, it could be a foul every time. But Mm -hmm. is it a foul every, you know what I'm saying? So that's how D-Rose used to be. D-Rose was so damn good at finishing, they didn't even know how to call the calls. I'll never forget the Atlanta series. It was just like, you know, so. Kawhi, be, Kawhi he, he does this thing where he'll be mid-stride, like going to the basket, and he'll be like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and now he's going, and then they call the foul. I'm just like, so y'all just going to listen to the fact that he's yelling and think that it's a foul. I want to with him. <laughs> he like, probably I love, don't do shit, bro. I love Kawhi, bro. Shit. I love Kawhi. Like I love. What I do like, y'all think he do in his spare time? Off day, no basketball required. Some crazy shit that everybody does, but except we think he don't do it because it's Kawhi. But like, like, I, he, like he on war zone or something? Yes. Like we wouldn't expect yes. that from him. Hell no, he don't know no damn war zone. <laughs> First of all, his control, his hands are crushing the controller, bro. That's facts. His hand, he's not, he don't have no like fluidity on those joints. Man, he gonna figure out how to play. You think he don't? I, it's people with bigger hands than him that play. That's true. Mm. But I, I think he's a regular guy. I just think he don't do the shit. We, like he probably not on a mic, and if he is, he with his homies in a party. But he ain't gonna be in no lobby. Hey, <laughs> but I think like even all the teammates, people be like, bro, people think Kawhi is this certain way, but like he is. They not, say he like, talked the most in the in the group. Yes, chat. that's what Lou Will said exactly. He talks the most in the group chat. Like people would never expect that. But what and, if nobody else just talks in that joint? He's a whole yeah. That would still be even crazy. I would think he would follow suit and wouldn't say shit either. True. We, that we shit got to be a funny He'll eventually do like some – he hasn't really done any interviews in his life. Jimmy like Fowl. personality. Like on late night. Oh, and uh, it was like, show me how big your hands are. That was that was the thing my, they did. My, my hands can't fit in my pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, his hands can't fit in – yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's I, all I, I like Kawhi, though. Mm-hmm. I like Kawhi. Hey, I bet he got some – I bet he, yeah, he got like a a hidden sound. Like he probably can cook or some shit. Kill, kill a saxophone player or something. Right, something crazy. But I, I bet he just be in a career doing the same shit. I'll be watching movies like, and shit. Rolling up. I would wonder what Kawhi's Twitter would look like <laughs> if he had one. He like has a Twitter, actually, bro. Well, if he tweeted, if he was he, actually, he defried that he defried that picture of him at the White House. He put that's that, he... crazy that that was some shit we was into. Like I used to really try to get my pictures to look deep fried on purpose. <laughs> like, hey, like turn that, turn that. Uh, what they called it? What's that shit called? Uh, that saturation. Saturation kind of changed the colors. But like, I, he I deep fried, he deep fried Barack Obama at the White House, bro. 
think about that. That was his Instagram picture. He was like, oh. yeah. yeah, this look good, bro. You want, you want to turn that clarity up? You, you got yeah, it in front of you, D Mills? Yeah. Yeah, your shit deep fried. <laughs> Man, yeah, that Barack Obama. That that looked like a damn painting. Yeah, that don't even look like a picture no more. <laughs> but that shit funny that we was all doing. That was a trend. You on Instagram and your whole timeline to be looking like that, and it wouldn't be no problem. <laughs> Just that would tackle. Hey, people Instagram models with time, man. like a fucking piece of fried chicken. <laughs> I like I like chicken. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> They All put right, this shit in front of that uh uh Pharrell song. Hey. <laughs> um before we get out of here, let's talk about this matchup tomorrow. Let's talk about it. We have let's, give, let's, let's paint the picture, KB. Let's mm-hmm. give a full thing. Uh what 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 what's going on? Let, let's inform the people on exactly what's going on. Y'all have, too don't uh, say nothing yet. Um uh, a, a most wanted one-on-one between Derek Miller and Michael Hurd. In this, we've heard trash talk go both ways for many, many years, but we've never seen it go on the court. Derek says that Mike is super easy to guard. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Do we know where we are? We going to 11? Are we going to what? what's the seven? Seven. seven. Okay. Seven. So this uh-huh. is this is my idea for this game. Me and Pierre sideline, of course. We will have the cameras rolling for the yeah. Through the Wire YouTube channel, um, which we will promote once the video is finally out. Um, we're going to do a halftime show, halftime interviews, pregame, halftime, postgame interviews to see how things are going between the, between the guys after four. I was, it, uh, if we're going, if we doing a half game, we might as well just go to 10, bro. We'll stop at five. That is true. Yeah. Because we, we make shit. I don't know. We may have to do. We may have to do beginning, pregame, after, because as a person who just played one on one, it kill the flow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Flow and it will give him an advantage because his ass get tired quick, mm-hmm. and that's why he like to start calling his calls later mm-hmm. in the game to catch his breath and argue. So I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So everybody would get a pregame interview, including the referees. Get a pregame interview. Um, I think we should allow the fans on Twitter to put like an over under. Um, that they can fake bet on. See, this is what we can do. Mm-hmm. He predicted the score, Derek. We both did. Mm. Eric's score was very more, much. Let's more do it. Let's do it one more time. If we're going to ten, Michael, what is the final score? Ten six, my way. Derek, if we are going to ten, what is the final score? I'll go ten four. See, his shit was a lot more lopsided than Mike's. It was seven two, I think, last time. Right. How, how do we determine ball first? We just shoot for it? We're shooting for ball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, ones and twos, I'm guessing. Yeah. Keep um, Make it, take it. He looking for that ball. He trying Look, to yeah, he ball. is. <laughs> Start getting the feel of, feel of it right now. So when was the last time you shot a basketball, Mike? At that gym. Mm, yeah, at that gym. At yeah. that gym. That was what? November, end of November. December or November, something like that. We went again in December, but Mike wasn't there, so he was there end of November. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty even. Nobody's been doing no crazy hooping or anything. But Derek got the physical advantage because he's been at the gym two times a day for also two months. Also a disadvantage because he lifts and the ball is lighter. Mm. Yeah. Mike, how, how do you feel physically? 
Uh, I don't feel in shape, but I I could go I can go for ten points. He just he was just talking yesterday how he don't feel like he got those legs no more. Mm. Did I say that? Oh no, yeah. bro, no, he going the wrong way with it. I said I don't have the young legs no more. Mm. I could see I could see if I get my legs underneath me just as some stamina, I'm good to go. But no, I bro, when I used to hoop crazy when I was younger, bro. When I was 17, 18, I used to go to the gym at five o'clock and I didn't leave till like two p two a.m. What's like, the straight hooping? Thing? We we can't have this game going on with nothing on the table. It's been a lot of trash talk, like KB said. This is years in the making. D Mills is super disrespectful with it. Mike is also a little bit disrespectful with it, but he kind of keeps the score a little closer than than. than yeah. Uh, how about we do? We buy the other person whatever they want to eat. So lunch like this. a meal? Oh yes, yeah. lunch. So yeah, it will be in a yeah lunch. All right, bet, bet. We can virtual shake on it. Oh yo, I, I can't wait for this. Yeah. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this because both of y'all, both of y'all talk a lot of shit. So I can't. But you know, we we don't have that to also talk about on Re- our homie Reese podcast too. Oh, oh y'all, y'all have that after? Oh yeah, that later tonight. That later that night we do. I don't do y'all want to talk about it there because the video won't be out. So people will oh, listen yeah. to Reese and, and be like, oh, I know blank one. That's true. You y'all can talk one. about it, but you can't say who. Won. No, I can't do that because Derek going to be smiling if he won and shit. No, it's going to be. It's not. It's not. Um, It's all audio. Oh, OK. Tell, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all are grownups. Don't fucking spoil it. Y'all can talk. Talk about it. But don't spoil it. You got it. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't. And he probably won't even bring it up. I, he probably already got topics and shit that he wanted to talk about. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he mm-hmm. does. And the next video is gonna be me rounding up KB. <laughs> Bro, we gonna we about to go. We about to spaz, man. Um, what we what I alluded to earlier in the show is that we're in the process of getting a new studio, so we will be back in person, um, hopefully soon, with with safety precautions, of course. We're going to have plexiglasses in between us, mask on when we aren't actually recording. We record our show, the mask back, you know what I'm saying? So all of that, um, we're going to do a lot of depth perception stuff. He's going to be able to roll up. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do a lot of depth perception stuff, so like it's going to look like we may be sitting next to each other, but we'll be fine. We we have a lot of ideas too. We have a whole document of different video ideas, and I think at the moment, um, we'll through the wire. The podcast will still exist over here, and we'll slowly transition it to the YouTube channel. And then we'll have, of course, our two time podcast a week, and like two time, um, random video a week, where there'll be like one behind the scenes and one like Mike versus Derek or whatever. We we gonna have a nice schedule for y'all, um, and content is gonna be great. When we start traveling, I think we should vlog that. I think that'll be good content. Yes. Especially when we're going shopping in New York and going, like, that should be entertaining. We just don't be having a camera with us. Mm -hmm. So, this video is dropping today. Y'all let us know, Mike or D Mills. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter. Right now, it is 11.09 Central Time. I will put the poll up at 5 o'clock. And then y'all vote. We shall see. Let's see. Well, if y'all don't vote for me, y'all crazy. Hey, but at the end of the day, no matter where the poll swing sways, y'all gotta come to play. Bro, I hate Best Buy with a passion, bro. Oh my god, I am so heated. AP, AP orange juice or apple juice? Orange juice. Okay. What about you, Mills? Orange juice. 
Okay. I'm glad we got grown men on this podcast that appreciate orange juice. <laughs> yeah, apple juice is still good. I love apple juice. I'll just take orange juice most times. I like apple juice, but I'll take orange juice. Now yeah. let me ask you this. Cran grape juice or cranberry juice? Cran grape. Cran apple is up there too. My nigga. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I had cran apple. You know what I mean? They had cran apple? I'm pretty sure that was like the first one. I'm straight cran great. Oh. I don't like cranberry juice by itself, though. That shit look tardy. Yeah, I, can, it, I can drink it by itself. Got some too. ice cold cranberry juice? Come on now. Cran grape. Cran grape. Cran grape. You know I like the cran grape. People are sipping up on this shake. Y'all, y'all know the um what is that? Ocean spray? Yeah. Y'all yeah, remember they gave that guy like a whole house, a truck, and everything? The dog yeah. face guy? Is it, how 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 do we get something like who do we need to drink on this podcast to get a free house? I think you just, you just a video that went viral. Yeah, so we need to do some virus shit. Not Gatorade, they stench. <laughs> <laughs> but I just noticed, yeah, P did stop his whole Gatorade. What, we gotta have a drink. We all just mess with. Heaven. They all they funny too, Ultra Sport. Mike, Mike, I will. I don't give a damn. I cannot like if 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 it's a drink, I will fake drink that shit for oh, the sponsor. I, I, will, I know. I would do it for I the know. sponsor. I know. <laughs> orange juice. We all like orange juice. Facts. Let's just come hey. in here with not Sunny D though. Bro, no, I don't know. No, no. We were talking to our homie. Bro, we were talking to our homie Inferno yesterday. We Tell asked him. Inferno's a homie now. He just officially he, just said it. He, he's, on, he's on the books. He's a homie. He said, what, he said something about orange juice, and he was like, yeah, I'll be, be loving Sunny D. Yes. Some shit like, we were like, bro, that's not orange juice. That's bro. not orange juice, bro. <laughs> that shit, don't, that does not count as orange juice. I'll tell y'all, it's a free plug. I just had some great orange juice. Whole Foods. This mm. day shit. Ooh, Whole Foods as a sponsor as a whole would be amazing. We all on a little health kick. I love Whole Foods. I go there every single day. Mm. Had a sandwich from them yesterday. They make sandwiches. They got pizza. Uh, they got vegan pizza. They got the hot bar. They got the smoothie bar too, right? And the smoothie bar. I don't think mm. the smoothie bar is open right now, though. Is uh, that the Whole Foods on yeah, like 63rd? Yeah. One, um, that the I one, go it's to one right on now. 75th, too. That's the one that's closest to me. Uh, what else Whole Foods got? They got the fresh fruit. Mm, it is. Yeah, look, he had to think about it right across right, from the gym. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I yeah. put D meals on to the little drink from there. Ain't it bad? Oh, don't y'all yeah. hate putting somebody on and they don't get you credit? Yeah, I put. I mean, D-Mills gave me credit, but it's it's always private. Like when I put him on a Core Life Eatery, he was like, "Thanks for putting me on in a DM." But <laughs> when he posted to the story, it was just the the, the, the salad. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, we I be putting Mike on to a lot of stuff, and I just don't get the credit I deserve for putting them on. Mike is like that. I put Mike on to Jay Critch, and he he just swore he knew. <laughs> <Jay Critch. laughs> Right. And you, you probably did. You probably seen the name, but like you wasn't on Jay Chris. And I was driving, driving I, bro, podcast, and I played that shit like seventeen bro, times. I'll never forget that, bro. Like that is like the song would play the all the way through. The first time he he had rest, he restarted, I was like, okay, he feeling this song, bro. He did that shit like five more times the whole ride. <laughs> and you know what he did when we got on the car rides for the way back? What's Put that joint right back on. <laughs> He put the oh, same song on. Show you why you so nervous. Hey. But yes or not, we, he's talking about, he be giving me, uh, saying I don't give him credit because he be putting me on with like the little budget my team cards. Who is and that? I, That's Ben Simmons? 
Or is that Joel Embiid? Yeah, oh, that's what we don't got my glasses on, man. You gotta tell me them names. It was ass. Um, some dude take me and Pierre in a tweet yesterday about Pokemon cards. This shit older than y'all. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, Prism drops in a few weeks, man. Damn, Ooh, well, I can't, it's blurry still. Yeah, it's the diesel. Oh, I got a crazy Shaq card back there, too, bro. That Fuego card. Lou Brock, RIP. Nolan Ryan. These cards is literally older than us. No bullshit. I was I was about to start investing in Zach Levine as a card. It went up. Fucking ridiculous. His his PSA 10 prisms almost a grand. I'm good. I love Zach Levine, but not that much, my guy. <laughs> Kobe Bryant rookie card. Mm. Stop playing with me. Hey man, they got like um I forget what, what site it was. Let me see what this is going for. <laughs> the card market is so so saturated right now. Have y'all have y'all been keeping up with um NBA Top Shot or no? It, it, Put me it, on it, to it. it. What, is, what 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 is it about? I don't even know. Um, it's it's virtual moments in the NBA for investing, as in like NFTs, like cryptocurrency, but NBA related things. Um, similar to the card market, it's relative to the player. So like a LeBron will cost way more than a Rudy Gay. Um, and they they're individually serial numbered. So the lower the serial number, the more value that highlight has Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is me and my team we were in calls with them literally months ago before this shit blew up and i turned it down and is the worst investment decision i've made in my my lifetime i'm I'm not this this one that one time you were telling us he was like yeah they were talking to they were talking to me and they were like the conversation was just like we get to use their app no right that was locker room okay fuck locker room but that's what that, that that's what I was referring to earlier. <laughs> Shea Gibbs Alexander, like that's what that was on. It was on like a wrong. Yeah, no, but um, we were in call. We were in the we w- had a couple meetings with them, and I mm-hmm. turned it down. And this thing has been selling millions and millions of dollars worth of virtual cards every day. Hey, I mean, you win some, I, you lose some. I can't get behind that shit. Like, I mean, from an investor standpoint, I see there, it as big There money. is a bubble to it. We're like, I think it has, it's going to exist and it'll be cool. But right now, I think shit is super, super inflated right now. I just like, don't understand it. Like, I'm yeah. buying a highlight? Technically, but you don't own it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, similar, it's similar to, like, buying a portion of a Bitcoin. It's cryptocurrency at the end of the day, just associated with the NBA. Okay. I get it. And then, so, like, Okay. So the price would rise up depending on how like what's going on in the NBA, basically, or just the market in general. So like Don't. tonight, tonight is All Star like award things. A Zach Levine before he does that, he gets to be an All Star is going to be significantly lower than Zach Levine after he's announced to an All Star game. So it's kind of like playing the it's just like regular cars where you play in the market right. trying to get in on players while they're cheap and resell them when they're. But even then, it's still tough for me too because shit is so overpriced right now that to get in. It's impossible. It's impossible to get in right so now. Multiple people can own the same highlight. Yes, but the serial every, numbers would different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So how do you get the first one? Packs. Luck. Oh, packs. So, so you could buy packs on there? and it... Well, you should be able to. Um, but they're super limited. 
So like yesterday they had a drop um, where they only had 5,000 packs that they were selling. But it was like fifty to 60,000 people in the queue trying to get a pack. It's kind of like mm-hmm. sneakers, um, sneakers app where you just wait. You just hopefully you get one. And then basically the pack is like $9, but the value of the stuff in the pack, you're, you're walking out at least $200 richer. You just have to get lucky enough to get be one of those 5,000 people. Let me know when these drops are, man. Let me know when these drops are. I swear to God, I wish I would have said yes to that thing, bro. Bro, imagine pulling like a rare, rare car. You put like the number one LeBron highlights. Listen, listen, like listen. That. So let me, let me show you right now. A LeBron serial number, this is just a dunk against... Oh, this is this is the dunk where he did the Kobe. He did the Kobe dunk mm-hmm. a couple days after his passing. The number three serial number is up here for sale for a hundred thousand dollars right now. Now, will it sell for a hundred thousand dollars? Probably not. But that's what people are thinking. That's 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 how people are thinking. The num- Oh, I can tell you, the number one serial number number one sold for three hundred uh, thirty three thousand dollars. No, no, I'm sorry. That's serial number 800. Where's the? Oh my god, this is so stupid. (laughs) Somebody paid thirty three thousand dollars for an 800 serial number. I don't understand it. Does it have the out of? Um, there are a total. They usually do, but I don't know how to find it. Um, Oh, a thousand. There's a thousand of them total. There's a thousand of them. Thirty three thousand is pretty damn good for a car. You yeah. talk about the number one version. That shit's got to yeah. be six figures. Yeah. It's and crazy. it's just like some guy just had 10 bucks. He's like, fuck it. Let me open up a pack. And he's just got a hundred thousand dollars. When I had to get, when I got a pack, when we were talking about this months ago, when I had this conversation, I got a pack, right? In that pack, I, got, I think I told you, I got Derrick Jones Jr. Blocking LeBron James. Mm-hmm. At the time I sold it for $180. That was before the boom. Right now, let me see what this Derrick Jones Jr. And then, then we can end the show because I know we've been going for a long time. I know people love this type of stuff. But that Derrick Jones Jr. block, the last one just sold with a higher serial number than me, sold for $1,000. Yeah. See, I'm going to need to know when them, them packs is coming out. And I'm going to need D-Mills. I'm going to need you to help me out. I'm going to need you to have your laptop open. Just like so we do it like sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody turn- <laughs> it's just so dumb, man. And everybody's on it now. They're paying NBA players to do openings and stuff like that. And yeah, that limited shit, it be seeming stupid until like you just having a bunch of the people that want that shit. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a very special person to see something at the ground floor and be like, I know this is gonna pop. And that's what me and my team missed out on, because we there's no way to, there's no way to know that this shit was about to happen at all, at all. Oh yeah. I'll do it just to get some money, but I, I, I would literally don't want none of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have this shit. I mean, like I'll be the dude that sold his LeBron highlight for 10, 10 grand. Better <laughs> went for seventy because I was like, just, I don't just get shit. out of it while you can. Yeah. Some guy gifted me a Kobe White last night, which is kind of. I saw cool. that. I yeah. saw that. He was like, "You like, what's your username?" And a shout out to the homie, man. His his username on there was "Send Pat Bev to the Moon." That was his username. Hey, he just don't like Pat Bev, which. Uh, no, nah, he he. No, you ain't got to like him, but he's Chicago. Don't be talking about sending nobody to the home, <laughs> <laughs> home team, but right. like that, fine. I think that's where we end today's. Um, if you enjoy, leave it a like. Be on the lookout. Of course, we're gonna promote Insta Twitters uh, once the channel is up and, ru- and running. But soon, just know soon. We it's out. time for that one on one, boy. Yes, sir. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.